0: Listening to Level Five Radio, a New York City Pokemon Go podcast. Hi, everybody! Welcome to Level Five Radio. I'm Joey, and uh, we're actually going to be experimenting with a little bit of a different format for today's episode. Um, I figure on the occasion of the Montreal Safari Zone, we could have like a little event recap that everyone, or almost everyone, that I was traveling with there. Um, so we have a number of people with us here today. We have Chels, we have Prisatina, we have Board, and we have Professor Panda Bear. So why don't we start with Chels? Do you want to give yourself a quick introduction?
1: Yeah, sure. Hey guys, I'm Chels. Uh, Chelsdl44, I believe, is my full handle uh, on the game. Uh, I am level 40 and I'm not just bragging Joey asks us to say these facts <laughs> about ourselves. <laughs> so, level 40, Mystic and um, how, how how I got into the podcast is I'm a, I'm a huge podcast person. I usually listen to a podcast uh, when I'm playing the game, walking around and uh, I was looking for a Pokemon podcast in New York specific. and I think I just uh, Googled that and, and read it led me to uh, the podcast and it's been uh, really great. I've been really happy to in particular to be part of the support and the community.
0: Cool. Thanks. Uh, how about you, Chrisatina?
2: Hi, I'm Christina, uh Level 40 Valor. Uh, I met Joey last year at Maltris Day and came into the community that way. I've been on a previous episode. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much it.
0: Cool. Thank you. How about, uh, how about you, Bored?
2: Uh,
3: I'm Bored. Uh, handle, Pokemon handle name will be Bored Bastard. I don't know if Professor Panderbear wants me to change it, but we'll see. Uh, level 40 mystic. Um, how it got to the level five radio? Uh, I guess it'll be Professor Panderbear. I'll have, you know, we're both, you know, we're partners. So. <laughs> cool. we're gonna stick together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I guess that's a good segue for uh, for Professor Panda Bear's introduction. Then,
4: hi, uh, I'm Professor Panda Bear. I'm a level four forty uh, trainer, uh, Team Mystic, and um, I actually don't remember how I stumbled upon the podcast. I yeah, think it might have been something along the same lines as Chell's. I think yeah. maybe I googled it, or hmm. I was just searching for it one day because I was curious, and it, I think I found it.
0: I'm not sure <laughs> I th- I think I think uh, we've uh, myself and Adele have probably mentioned each of your names at, at least 20 times on podcasts so th- these names should be familiar to to listeners uh, <laughs> I would imagine um, all right so I'm gonna just jump right into uh, a little bit of details about the event so obviously it was in Montreal which is uh, in Quebec Canada and Chrysatina, myself, and Andy A.V., who's not on the call with us today, uh, uh, drove up there, um, had a nice little road trip. Christina was uh, not kind enough to invite us uh, along with her. And we stayed just across the water in Longue, I think it's pronounced.
2: Something like that, yeah. We,
0: we looked it up. Like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that's kind of as close as I'm going to get to pronouncing a French word, I think. Um, uh, so, so we arrived the, the night before and, uh, did the essential, uh, poutine eating. Yeah. And so we, we each, uh, all of us, I think had, uh, tickets for, um, early entry on the Saturday of the event, but I think it was, was it three or four days this, uh, event?
2: It was uh Friday, uh, Saturday it, and Sunday.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it, it, it was interesting. Um, I feel like the format is pretty substantially different from what GoFest was. Uh, There's no like biomes or or anything like that set up, or I forget what they call them uh, exactly, not biomes, but- um, Habitats? Habitats, yeah. So there was no physical aspect to the event. It was in a big park, which was really beautiful. Uh, The park itself is an F1 racetrack of some sort. I don't know if that's the right term. But also, it's like just a gorgeous park, and it's actually on an island. So, Pokemon Go essentially took over this entire island. Christina, do you want to go into a little more detail about that? About the island? Yeah, about the location um, stuff.
2: Yeah, it was on this island. There was, I believe, it was about a three-kilometer path that you could go around, um, and so the first part of the path had a lot of spawns and a lot of Pokestops, and it had like a lot of natural spawns. So there were more than one spawn per pogo but then as you came to the end of the path like along the east side of the island they all of the Pokestops stops were lured up and the only spawn points came from the lures. so <laughs> that area was a little you know if you didn't really want to catch too many pokemon you could go over there and spin all the stops and you know up on all of your items and then if you really wanted to shiny hunt and do that you would go along the west side where the spawns were more dense and this was all around a lake, so it was very nice.
0: Yeah, and we had gorgeous weather too—unseasonably uh, un, warm for this time of year, I think. In uh,
2: especially in Canada.
0: Cal. Yeah, exactly. Is it true? I, I've heard that the spawns had actually had a theme. They were like fast or speed themed. Um, so hence why we got like Ponita and things like that. Is, is other did people we get Ponita? Well, some of us did. <laughs> Yeah,
3: I for sure. It was like one of my one that, you know, it was one that I wanted, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely one that I wanted, too. Uh, and I think one that Christy Tina here wanted as well, but didn't get. <laughs> yes. It was a lot. I don't think any of us got two, though, interestingly.
3: No, you don't see that many.
0: Um, There was some shinies that I got. Well, okay, Yanmo was probably the most common for everyone. I think everyone got more than one.
2: No, I just got one.
0: You just got one still? Wow, I okay. I did, yeah. I, th- I had assumed, well, I got one of mine before the event even. So th- they were increased outside of the event, obviously. Um, they were increased worldwide, probably one in 50, the usual for, for this type of event. No. No? Uh,
2: it was either one in 150 or one in 450. It wasn't boosted. Wow. Let me Let me double check the article.
0: Okay, well that that's pretty surprising. So because uh, I think myself and Andy Av uh, both caught one before the event started, uh, and then yeah, I caught I know three people more that
4: walked away with five.
0: Yeah, then I caught three more during the event, so they were they're absolutely boosted during the event.
2: Oh yeah, everything's boosted during a Safari Zone. I of forget course. what yeah. the rates are, but for GoFast and Safari Zones, everything that spawns has a boosted shiny rate. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. So shiny Yanma rates during. Go fat, or during the safari zone, outside of the safari zone, were one in one hundred and fifty.
0: Okay, yeah, that's interesting. I I I felt like uh, I've heard the one in fifty thrown around for like similar safari zone
2: Chinese. Are you sure it wasn't one in one hundred and fifty? Because that the typical numbers for anything that's boosted is usually one in one hundred and fifty.
0: Okay, well, you'd know better than I would.
2: Oh, yeah. Just Is that here. relevant? <laughs> I'm on the uh, Silverwood research team. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> sometimes, a lot of times, I'll participate in their task force and other things that they have going on. I did not participate in the YANMA task force because we were driving and I didn't have time for that. Mm.
0: So, yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to run through the list of you guys and I want you to tell me how many shinies you got. All right, starting with Chelsea.
1: Okay. Um, I got about 12 shinies uh i did get a shiny ponytail which i desperately wanted yeah um and it was like and, that, it was like,
0: mm-hmm. and then we we actually traded because i had caught i think four baneerys at the end of the, by the end of the day uh, yeah. so i traded you for a carbania which um uh, which you had multiples of i believe right yeah
1: uh, well actually the shiny i got the most of during the event was talo <laughs> which i mean huh. i as I, I I blame myself for clicking on him uh, as many times as I did because I already had like the full set. But I'm kind of glad because now I have definitely definite, like, trade fodder for um, uh, for what I need. So I got a, I got a baneer from you. I got two Yanmas. One Yanma after the event, actually, just on the way because we got bagels the day after. So mm, on the way to yeah. the bagel spot, I picked up a shiny Yanma. Two uh, Zig Zagoons during the event, uh, two, three, I believe, Carvanias, um, and, and, uh, yeah, that Ponyta, um, I think there was something else, but I'm not seeing it on my list because I think I might have traded it to someone, uh, but, um, yeah, I think I, I had a, I, I think that, for me, that was pretty successful. I have, like, my shiny luck isn't that great outside of community day. Oh, that's the other thing. I knew, I knew I got rid of it. I, I like got a Torchic for some reason, and of course,
0: it popped oh. Shiny. <laughs> right. You found somebody to trade that to? Did you get something useful for that? Uh,
1: no, I trashed it. <laughs> oh, you
0: trashed it? Nice. <laughs> oh gosh. Rage transfer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Christatina, why don't you uh, go next?
2: Okay, so I got 14 Shinies there, the most being APOM. So I have four Shiny APOMs.
0: I'll take one of those, please.
2: Yeah, um, two shiny Carvanas, two Aerodactyls, um, only one shiny Yanma and no shiny Punitas. And am quite salty about that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can talk about this later, but the weather was interesting in game there. Oh yeah, let's um,
0: definitely save that uh, for yeah. after the shiny report here. All right, uh, Professor Panda Bear, could you uh, give us your shiny haul? Sure.
4: I was really, really disappointed because I only walked away with six shinies uh so I started off the day with uh an aerodactyl uh and then as I was going down the the racetrack portion on the uh east side i got I caught a veneri and a Diglett, almost like back to back and as we rounded uh the the south end where the the I guess the trading outpost was where they were giving out key keychains and stuff i caught myself a yama uh and then i didn't catch anything for like a good like couple hours uh and then i finally got a carvana and a Roselia near the end
0: okay cool um so all right you it sounds like you uh got the uh the short stick when it comes to rng
4: yeah but then again, uh, I also ended up finding a trainer because I never uh, got myself a uh, a shiny Latias. Oh. Uh, so I found somebody there who was willing to trade me a shiny Latias for a shiny Latios, which nice. I did have an extra of.
0: Okay, so that that's a win. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of the rest of us really did any trading during this event because um, compared to um, to GoFest, there wasn't any kind of like. What is it? Uh, I guess increased trade numbers, special trade numbers.
4: Yeah, but they didn't have the you know those uh trading post things, so I figured what the hell, why not? I put uh shiny Latias and I put uh like the regional Pokemon. Uh the Durant, the the Pan Pansier, uh Pan uh what was the other regional? No. Pansage, what? no, it wasn't Pence. Pans- no, uh, well, I put Pan but I yeah. feel like there was a one more Pokemon that I put on there, and I completely
3: forgot what it was um, hmm.
0: oh, yeah, so they had the same signs at least that they did uh at the the Go fest, but they were in French,
4: <laughs> yeah, I had to use Google Translate to figure out which side was like I want
0: <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so uh so. I'm noticing a little bit of a trend here, like somewhere between like six and about fifteen it seems like is the average so uh how about you um board uh, how did you do
3: okay, okay, um, I guess I got the long end of that stick I got twenty five <laughs> of that day wow. um I got majority i guess I got six yamas, um two Sneasels, Three Carvana, um, two zigzagoons, Zig and then a bunch of like ones. I guess, like I said before, it was just Ponytail was really what I wanted. You know that blue flaming, you know fire out of out of its head and tail. I love it. Um, probably won't evolve it to Rapidash just because it's grays out a little bit, but yeah, that's just
0: perfect. Don't make the same mistake Andy Av did. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. She
3: actually had very good luck as well, I have to say.
0: Yeah, I think <clears> she, she came out with about 25, so very similar to what you did. I um, agree, yes. Um, so uh, I I was also... Oh, sorry, go ahead. You're not finished. No, no, no. Please, please, go for it. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, I, I got around the average about 14, I think, Chinese during the course of the event and then the 15th uh, uh, Yanma the day before um, or just before the event, I should say. And, uh, so by far I got the most like Bunearies. I got like four of them. So that was nice for some trade fodder. Um, I do have a, uh, let's see four Yanmas total. Um, the other thing I got a double of was Scyther. So that's cool. Um, and then I caught a single shiny Ponyta, um, a single Sneasel and a single Ghastly, which is a, a, A double for me, so I actually I actually caught um, shiny Gengar during that uh, random raid day they had. So now I have enough to like evolve this to Haunter and have all three shinies. That's cool. Uh, And then I also caught a shiny Diglett, which was kind of my my random uh, one that I already had. So I guess I'll evolve that up to Doug Trio. So I guess uh, the shinies were sort of the main draw of this for people. You know, there's not a lot of like extra stuff. They were giving away a few things. Um, there was no, there was no sale of like t-shirts and stuff like that, uh, but they were giving away uh, team keychains, the stickers from GoFest. Both of those things were at GoFest uh, and the trading signs that were in French. Uh, I think those were the three giveaways. Was that, am I missing anything?
2: Uh, if you want to count the Pikachu visors.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, right. I always forget those exist because I always ignore them. Um, but
4: you like know what, for me, I feel like the main draw wasn't really the Shinies. The main draw for me was Unknown Q.
0: Oh, yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm forgetting about that entirely.
2: That is extremely um, important.
0: Um. So... The one thing I was a little bit bummed about was that every single other unknown that was spawning at this event was one that I had already had from either GoFest or from like New York city comic-con. Uh, but the big one was Q. Uh, that's pretty rare. Although oddly enough, uh, we did see a Q pop up on some of the, the maps in New York uh, a little bit uh, after the event, oddly. Um, so we, we didn't rush over to get it, but we saw it. I think what, uh, Professor Panda Bear, is that we, what we saw during the raid hour on Wednesday? Oh, no, no, that was B. B, okay, so, okay, yeah. I think I saw a Q at some point of later, because I do get notifications from MYC PokeMaps Discord about unknowns.
4: Oh, I must have missed that notification.
0: Mm. Um, anyways, so I guess there was a queue that spawned. Now we just need that Z for Adele.
4: I looked up. I found somebody to trade me the Z.
0: Oh, really? Nice.
1: Has anyone given him the cue yet?
0: I haven't yet, uh, but I, I also haven't seen him in quite a few weeks now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess any, any one of us could uh, trade that to him. Uh, I, I kept pretty much everything that I caught at this event so far. I haven't gone through my unknowns and like gotten rid of anything. I probably will downsize some of my unknowns because, again, a lot of these are just duplicates for me.
2: Yeah, cues were somewhat rare. Looking back, I think I only have seven cues. So I'm going to be looking. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be looking to trade some high value stuff for those.
0: (laughs) Cool. All right. Uh, I'm going to be taking some of those to Europe with me, although I think they'll probably be more excited for my American region exclusives. Um, I did uh, build some friendship with um, some locals in Gothenburg to prepare for that. So. I will be have getting... You Got yourself a heat more yet? I have one of them. So <laughs> there's that. I have two pan pores rather. Um, so it looks like most people are just going to be getting Tropiuses, which uh, was the region exclusive that was spawning at this event.
2: Yeah, that was the other job, of the event, Tropius.
0: Yeah, that was a big one. Um, yeah, I had never especially caught...
2: Especially for PvP.
0: Oh, yeah, right. True of that. One of the most meta-relevant region exclusives, right?
2: Uh, and Relicanth.
0: Relicanth, too? Huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Tropius is, I would say, better than Relicanth, though.
0: Okay. Uh, should we use that as a segue to get into this tournament that happened?
2: Sure. So, uh, I went, there was a huge tournament in Montreal. It was supposed to be 256 people, um, so that it would go eight rounds exactly. Um yeah, it was, and there were going to be some famous people there, such as King IV, um, House Stark, maybe Jay Farmakis. I don't remember. But basically,
0: training Tips was supposed to be there too, but I think he. he uh, oh yeah, sorry. He yeah. Out. Uh,
2: did he? I think he was. No, he didn't. Um, someone in my group actually played against him.
0: Really? Uh, well, yeah. At least on his video, he said that he, he just didn't show up. So maybe no,
4: in his video really- he said that he went and but he was feeling sick,
0: so he left early. I see, I see.
2: Oh, okay. Um he yeah, so Pokemon Master Holly was there. Um uh, Tom Cruise was there.
0: Wow, Tom Cruise? <laughs> the <laughs> real Tom Cruise Pokemon. was
2: there. <laughs> I think wow. that's what his handle is. I think it's the real Tom Cruise. I don't uh remember it. He's <laughs> he's been in some of Trainer Tips uh Singapore videos.
3: Mm,
0: gotcha. Um,
2: I think those were the main YouTubers that were present and competing. Um, So so, how did it go? Well, (laughs) so I also unfortunately had to leave early because it was becoming very clear that the tournament was going to go till, you know, the wee hours of the morning and I had to drive back. So I didn't think those two would agree well.
0: So how how late was
4: was it when you left?
2: I left at 11. And the tournament ended after 2 a.m.
0: So wow, what? Yeah. It, it started like just basically right after the event, right? What time did it start?
2: Right. So the doors there was actually a lot of confusion about everything. So the doors were supposed to open at 7:30, and originally the tournament was supposed to start at 8:30. And if you had already bought a ticket, you you know could show up any time between 7:30 and 8:30. But then rumors started to circulate that. Uh, it was a first come first serve thing. So even if you did buy a ticket to actually compete, if you showed up later than the first 256 people that like you wouldn't be, have a spot anymore. So that was kind of stressful getting there after the event. Cause I was, you know, we went out to yeah. dinner. I was like, Oh man, if I actually want to compete in this tournament, which at that point I was exhausted and didn't really want to compete in the tournament.
0: Right.
2: You know, I have to rush to get there. Um, and that turned out not to be the case. So I got there probably around eight and the tournament didn't get started until nine thirty, and then each round took forty five minutes. At that point, so there was yeah, no way that eight rounds was gonna end anytime soon.
0: All these tournaments, like these large tournaments, seem to be like a like a mess. Like who who actually even put this one right. on? I know it wasn't Silk Road this time, right?
2: No, I think it was the Montreal Discord group. Okay, yeah, I'm not. That's my biggest qualm about pvp in general you go to these large tournaments and they just take so long and i not that i've ever organized them but i don't know why the reason we started so late was because the original 256 people who signed up didn't all show up so they wanted to fill as many of those slots as possible but they didn't start offering those spots until like 9:15. so it seems like there's preference given to wait for people So if you signed up and you show up at nine o'clock and the tournament still started at eight 30, we should just start without you.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: But the attitude in the community overall and in these smaller tournaments that I go to, it's that if someone's running late, we'll wait for them, which in theory, it's a nice idea, but that means every tournament that I've gone to, has started at least a half hour late and that's not fun for me when I got there early to begin with. But anyway,
0: yeah. Right. Right. um,
2: I think the best thing that came out of the tournament at 8.30 when the tournament was supposed to spawn or was supposed to start a 100% drill burr spawned a few blocks away and literally everyone ran out of the tournament space. Delaying the tournament even further. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so we all sprinted down and we all got our 100% drill burr. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. We took this extremely back end route that didn't make any sense but you know you just follow the mob and you get there so that was that was a lot of fun That's what was cool. the uh the tournament like like who was what how was
1: the uh like what was the cup kind of format
2: so it was called the safari cup and <laughs> as silly as it sounds it was types that you would expect to see in a safari so there was grass type there's flying um those are the main ones that i can remember water. I think ground. So it was a bunch of different types and then they had added on restrictions. So you could only have two Pokemon of any type. So you could have, you know, Altaria and Skarmory for flying, but you couldn't have a third flyer on your team. And then additionally, there was a restricted list. And from this giant list, which included Skarmory and Altaria and Swampert, you could only choose two from that list so that your team, you know, wasn't extremely powerful which was interesting. So it was a cool meta, I guess, especially because it was such a wide meta, um, as opposed to some of the other tournaments that have gone on where you see the same six Pokemon again and again, and it gets a little boring. Whereas this one, you really have to be prepared for anything.
0: Nice, and so did you actually play any rounds?
2: Yeah, so I played two rounds. Um, (laughs) I lost both of of them. Um, I was just, yeah, I was exhausted. <clears throat> at that point
0: yeah but so first off i want to mention that Drillbur is supposed to be pretty meta relevant is that right
2: yeah and that's why everyone left <laughs> yeah,
0: right uh, so it's actually a really good ground type at least until the new um the new legendaries come out I, i've heard yeah
2: i'm that's not sure if good. i should evolve it though or you know wait around for some special move
0: mm, true that might be a good idea what was your what was your strategy like what what was your main team
2: uh let me look at my team my team was Victory Bell, Mudshot, Polyrath, Lantern, Togekiss, Altaria, and Probopass. You basically need a, an anti-flyer and then a flyer and, you know, something for fun. So, yeah. Uh, cool. That's my team. Basically, if you see a Skarmory on that team, you need to take that down. Um, yeah, wouldn't. none of the people I went up against had anything surprising. Um, I just made in some cases, stupid mistakes, like uh, I forget what he switched in. And then I switched in the exact anti-counter to that. So he just destroyed me. I was like, well, okay, fine. (laughs) I just want to go home and sleep now. (laughs) So
0: So one more thing I want to talk about briefly is the weather in the game during the event. So I heard that the Friday of the event, the weather was kind of like sunny a good chunk of the time and Tropius was spawning a pretty crazy numbers. Uh, but on our day of the event, it was beautiful and sunny 100% of the time. Like, I think we saw one or two clouds ever in the entire eight hours that we were there. Um, yet it was, what was it, partly cloudy in game? Yeah. So that's very strange. So that seemed like they had forced a change uh, just based on what was happening in the game. I don't know. Yeah.
2: And then right at six o'clock, it changed to sunny weather. As right. Soon as the event ended. Right,
0: very fishy so it we seems like
2: very
0: what was that Charles?
1: i'm sorry we were all very bitter because not only for the tropius but also i think for the police now, we were thinking that they would spawn uh more regularly if it was uh sunny weather
0: yeah that's kind of a bummer uh because yeah weather boosted tropius would have been really great uh and also i mean I, I didn't i didn't feel like we needed increased spawns necessarily that might've been why they made that change because yeah, the, there was the person, already a lot of spawns.
2: Yeah. The person who posted that about the sunny weather on Friday, it seemed like they were overwhelmed by tropius. It's like, instead of having yeah. all of these shiny checks, they were just tropius everywhere.
0: Right. Right. Gotcha. So I guess at the end of the day, maybe we benefited from that, but like, yeah, kind of, kind, it's kind of a bummer that they didn't figure that out ahead of time.
4: The other thing about playing on Friday that I heard about was that uh, they Niantic had forgotten to remove Yama from the ditto pool. So there were people yeah. who encountered a shiny oh. Yama and it turned into a ditto. <laughs>
0: wow. So I, I heard the ditto pool changed recently. Like there's, is there maybe like Gen 5s or something that's in there now? Anyways. I don't know
4: about Gen 5, but I think they added a, a bunch of other ones. Like uh, I think Weedle now can become. Uh, yeah, uh, ditto.
0: Okay, got
4: it. I don't think any of the Gen 5s got added to the pool.
0: Okay, gotcha. All right. I will go into further detail about Gen 5 uh, in a future episode, so don't worry about that. But uh, is there anything anyone else wanted to bring up about the event before before I wrap things up? One thing that I'm a little salty
4: about is um, Niantic and their, and their discount stuff, like going out, super super late uh like i think i had booked my flight and booked. uh i i think i booked my flight first and um right after i had booked my flight maybe like two or three days later they sent out the promo codes and in the promo codes email they had the discount code for the flight
0: oh really i didn't realize they were discounting flights
4: yeah so if you see you didn't even know that so if you flew air canada they had a discount code for air canada
0: Wow, is it was it substantial? Like ten, fifteen percent?
4: I think it was supposed to be ten percent, but you know, we didn't even get to you know price check it. Yeah, I mean, flights were already expensive at that point.
0: That is a general thing that I've uh, found with these events is that just the the whole timing of everything is is way too late to plan properly for the for, for everything. So I feel like you know, okay, they announced the event, and you kind of have a vague idea of whether or not you want to go, uh, but the details are all, like, they come, like, months later. So yeah. that's not cool. Like,
2: between GoFast and Montreal, as soon as the dates were announced, both times I decided to just book a hotel because that would be cheaper. And right. with the hotels, it's I can just cancel whenever, and it's okay. Yeah, but for flights, that's... Yeah, you can't do that with
0: flights, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was the benefit of Montreal. I was like, I'm going to drive, and if I don't get a ticket, then I won't drive, and that's fine. <laughs> but Chicago... I waited. Yeah, my my flight, I, I flew up and then I
1: drove down with the group after, but I flew up and I got that almost immediately because I, I think my flight up was like, and I'm flying from New York was like 107, which I thought was really reasonable. Um, I don't know if I had waited for the discount, if I could have gotten, if I could have paid less than that, but it was just, I wanted the earliest flight I could get out of New York so I could be there right when the event started.
4: So for me, like when uh when I booked for Chicago, I booked kind of like on the later side. So when I did my hotel, it was actually like a dollar or two cheaper at night when I booked with my antics hotel block. Um this time around I I didn't really book hotel ahead of time because I kind of knew that uh they were gonna have hotels available. But the hotels were super, super expensive. I kind of wished like I, I was too busy to really shop around for airbnbs and stuff but i i'm a little jealous that my friend who found on uh, an airbnb right at um barry ucom which is like the, the the station where you change lines from where the niantic hotel block was coming from Oh, that's perfect um uh, and they uh they found their Airbnb split between three people uh, for the same price as like a night and a half in the hotel that we booked.
0: Wow,
1: yeah, my hostel was right at that station um and i i I found my hostel through Airbnb, and there was definitely a bunch of players there. Uh, I could see them trading uh, like the in the morning before the event, and like after the event, there are people just sitting in the lobby trading. It was very reasonable. I mean, it was a hostel, and but but it was like it was like fifty bucks, and it was just like I knew all I was going to be doing is just like sleeping and then heading out to the game and all that. And it was it was it turned out to be like one of the, like the hip parts of town, <laughs> and and yeah, it was like one it's like one stop away from the uh, the park.
0: Yeah, we we actually stayed at a Holiday Inn across the water in not technically Montreal, I guess. I, that, that was relatively inexpensive uh, and there was definitely other people from the event there. Cause there was Lores up the entire time we were there. And um, you know, we, there wasn't that many people in the hall, in the, in the lobby playing, but you definitely could find them if you were looking. But the...
4: So we, uh, we went out to dinner on uh, Friday uh, with, with our uh, Brooklyn group. And uh, when we were, Going back to their uh, Airbnb, uh, we actually ran into Stygian, who is the leak director on the Silk Road, and that was pretty cool because I had never met her before.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah, and I noticed that Trails was actually at the Silk Road meetup too. That's what? I usually don't see him at those things. Was he? I
4: I, I don't know or, what he. Sorry, looks not like, not so. Trails.
0: Uh, what's his name? <laughs> 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 I'm mixing up my, my uh, community names. Uh, the um, the president of Silk Road. What's his name? Oh, oh uh, drums! Drums, yeah, yeah. Another strangely pronounced name.
4: <laughs> but, but yeah, he he was there. I said hi, and I like thanked him for everything and blah blah blah.
0: Cool. Yeah, I never really did get to like hang out and meet him. He isn't he like in New York, based in New York?
2: Not anymore.
0: Um, oh. Yeah, I think he was back.
4: I think maybe last winter or the winter before when Nick came and they hung out a little bit. But I think he he's out in Colorado now. Gotcha.
0: Okay. I think he's he's like a family man, so it makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, um, if we're going to talk about hotels and stuff, do you want to talk about the ticketing system? Because that was a little weird.
0: Sure. You know, it's it's strange that every single event is a little different.
2: Right. So specifically in uh, where's in Quebec, there are certain rules about lotteries. Sure. And so gotcha. the. Ticketing system that was used for GoFest wouldn't have been okay there. Forget you need a certain amount of notice before the lottery can go live, and there's like a bunch of rules. So that's why I think the ticketing system was not the same way that the GoFests were. Okay, I mean, that I didn't sense.
0: realize that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I figured that 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 would explain some of the differences, but uh, like you know, differences in venues, differences in laws, local laws, and things like that. But hmm, interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it worked out for all of us because we got early access Saturday tickets, yeah. but they went live at 9 a.m. Eastern time on a Monday, I think. Right. And luckily, I was all ready to go. Um,
0: right. Same here. Like, we were all just kind of ready to, to fire on that, like, immediately. The user interface was a little bizarre, I would say, because you kind of, like, went to the website and then you had to just sit there and wait for it to be like, all right, I'm ready now. Um, It was like 10, 15 minute wait while you're, even if you got on right at nine.
4: Yeah, but you know what? I think this is closer to how um, San Diego Comic-Con does it. Yeah. Uh, So I'm in favor of this system and I think it was
0: so much better. Me too, because at least everyone knows that they're going or not, like immediately. Like, whereas with GoFest, I didn't know I was going until the very end of the ticketing. Yeah,
4: it was a beautiful process. Yeah, I I had, so some of my Brooklyn crew, they had just come back from overseas the night before. So I was like frantically like texting them (laughs) and messaging them through Discord. I had to like find one of them through uh, Facebook and because we weren't Facebook friends and I was messaging them through Facebook Messenger. (laughs) And so that was interesting, but Mm -hmm. you know, we got everyone there.
2: Yeah. I even ended up having an extra ticket because I just purchased as many tickets as I could and hoped that, you know, everything would work out.
0: Right. That's something similar happened to me. So I, um, I was buying my ticket and I had the option to buy another ticket. So I just went ahead and bought Andy V's ticket, not knowing if she's going to be able to come or not, because like I, I was pretty sure she didn't know about the lottery at least. So I just kind of, took a gamble on that one. And uh, luckily she was able to make it.
4: Yeah. I kind of wish they announced when the start of the lottery uh, was ahead of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would have been nice. People would have been able to plan for that. So. Yeah. Also
2: I had no idea how much traffic there would be. And that's why I wanted to get all my tickets right then and not go back into the waiting room. And it turned out to not really matter. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I purchased someone else's ticket in another group because we were both worried that by the time he got through the waiting room, they would all be sold out and they weren't even close to being sold out at that time. So. Right. Yeah. I think they
4: sold out later that night.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I'm good. It worked out as well as it did. Like overall, I think this system did work out. Uh, it, It wasn't perfect, but it was much better than what I've experienced in the past. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. So the next day, Chels, Andy Av, and Christina and I went to go get some Montreal-style bagels. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but then there was a marathon in the city that day, so <laughs> it took us like two extra hours to leave.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> it gave no. me plenty of time, though, to stick a bunch of Pokemon in gyms, and I am still—I still have one up in Montreal. Oh. Oh, that's wow! It's impressive.
0: Really. I was too busy being navigator and, uh, downing NyQuil to do that.
2: Yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense. It's pretty contradictory.
0: (laughs) Well, to be fair, I, I didn't down the NyQuil until the long stretch of the drive that was on the same highway for like four hours.
1: Yeah. I think that the one element of like these big get togethers is germs. Uh, I think I, I'm also sick. Um, I think I, I think I probably got it on the flight up, uh, but they, oh, and on the flight up, there are definitely people who are going for the event. I like, I took a picture, and I posted on the Discord of someone sitting in front of me who had like a Pikachu sweater, and you could see like the ears up over her seat. And I thought it was very cute.
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. It, it, in general, I think these things are really fun, like, because it makes like a lot of people that are, in, that have common interests like converge. So. Um, despite the fact that I was pretty miserable uh, halfway through Saturday and then on Sunday, um, I had a lot of fun. Hope you guys did too. Yeah,
1: I had a a good time. Mm
0: -hmm. All righty. Unless there's anything else that anyone wants to bring up, I guess I'll wrap up here.
1: I just want to say this was like my first like event and I was, I was super impressed because I had only heard horror stories about the initial one like when like the, the first i guess big event that they had in chicago
0: oh yeah the, the and, first go fest
1: yeah um and this one where they had like hydration stations where people could easily fill up water they had two areas like two food truck areas i was just i was just expecting like all right you know come to this event walk around we'll set it up digitally but we like I, i wasn't expecting the amount of infrastructure that they had like like IRL I guess or whatever in in the actual park and for me for like that to me I, I don't really go to a lot of like things like I I, I don't I, I think I've been to comic con once or whatever but to have this like a game for that then to have set up this infrastructure for that event I came away wow this is like well way more organized than I thought it would be like the amount of people that were there to guide people to go around and like there's one woman whose sole job was to keep people off the beach, like in the, in the park or whatever. Um, I, I just wanted to say, like, I, I, I think, like, good job overall for organizing
3: the event.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree totally. Um, really, cell signal wasn't a problem. Well, well, maybe for Verizon yeah. customers. it was. I a had problem. a
2: lot of issues with yeah. cell coverage. Um,
0: um, but luckily, we were able to tether off of each other in those cases when it was a little bit spotty.
4: Um, yeah so. I think what what's great is that maybe Niantic is learning from event to event like the first GoFest they had the, the signal issue uh, and I, I don't truthfully I don't think it was really Niantic's fault because they did warn the carriers and they just did not bring cell on wheels uh, I think there was one carrier maybe that that brought cell on wheels I think it was Sprint and they were the only carrier that were not experiencing issues during the entire first GoFest mm. um, in when we had uh GoFest just this past uh what was it, June or whatever, they had the um they had hydration stations and they had bathrooms and stuff. But the one thing was that towards the end of each day, they uh they started running out of water. Um so the when if you went to the bathroom uh at GoFest, there there wasn't, you know, any water by the end of the day uh at the sinks or anything like that. So um I think one thing that they did differently uh, for this event was that for the hydration stations, at least, they tied it right into the fire hydrant system. So uh, anywhere there was a hydrant, there there was a uh, hydration station, and they never ran out of water that way. But I did hear from the people who used the bathrooms on Friday that they did run out of water for the sinks and stuff.
0: Oh, I, I on Saturday, when we were there, the sinks definitely didn't have water either. So those things... I don't know why they haven't learned that they need to refill them halfway through the day yet, but uh, it seems to be a problem.
4: Maybe that's more of a logistical issue that they can't get the stuff, you know, in the park when there are people there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Then more sinks, I guess, next time. All right. Niantic. Yeah. That's our advice to you. More sinks. All righty. Thanks you guys. This was a lot of fun. We should do this again sometime.
1: Thanks for inviting us.
0: All right. So once again, this is Professor Panda Bear, Board, Christina and Chelsea. And my name is Joey. So if you want to join us, we all get together for most community days and raid hours, things like that. Um, so you can find us on our Discord. Level5radio.com has the link. Uh, you can mail us at I think mail at level five radio.com. Uh it's been a while, so I don't remember. Um and so that's level oh, oh, oh. number five. Can, can we plug an,
4: an, an upcoming um event? Um uh, sure, even make up <laughs> yeah. We we have the makeup new to rate hour that's happening uh Tuesday, October eighth. Cool uh, yeah. from six to seven PM and I think we're gonna meet up at uh Herald Square for that or cool. at um what was that? The horse really statue, Jim.
0: Great. Uh, so details for that. Did you want to plug your group's Discord as well?
4: Uh, sure. You can find us at uh, PokemonGo.nyc.
0: Cool. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, we're very closely tied with uh, with this group. And, you know, especially for community days, we, uh, we all gather uh, with this group and uh, usually hit up the Bryant Park area together. Uh, but for smaller uh, events like the weekly raid hours, uh, you definitely want to check out the Level 5 Radio Discord because we have a smaller group that meets up at the Flatiron building typically. Um, so yeah, come uh, come hang out with us sometime. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one.
4: Bye.